This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the newscast, a terror summit in Lebanon. As Israel battles a terror wave, Iran gathers the leaders of Hamas, Islamic Jihad, and Hezbollah in Beirut. Get all the breaking details next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We told you here yesterday about this ongoing terror wave that Israel is facing right now. Since the beginning of this year, some 27 Israeli civilians have been murdered by Palestinian terrorists and Three Israeli soldiers have also lost their lives as well in acts of Palestinian terror, which many times have the fingerprints of Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, those two Iranian proxies, on them. Israeli officials say that Iran indeed is helping to drive this new wave of terror, which is largely targeting Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, the biblical heartland, which the world knows as the West Bank. Here on the newscast, we call it Judea and Samaria because that's what the Bible calls it. So that's good enough for us, needless to say. But Judea, Samaria, and Jerusalem have been targeted. Uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, Defense Minister Yoav Gallant, and other top Israeli officials say Iran is behind this. And now, as Iran tries to open a new front in the West Bank, Judea, and Samaria... We have Iran's most trusted front, I guess you could say, Lebanon, the home base of Hezbollah, playing host today to Iran's foreign minister, Hossein Amir Abdullahian. He's in Beirut today, meeting with leaders from Hezbollah, Hamas, and Islamic Jihad, folks. And I do not think the timing is any coincidence. We're going to dig into that. And also Libya and Israel, that major diplomatic row earlier this week. What is Libya's prime minister saying about potential normalization between his country and the world's one and only Jewish state? We're going to break that down as well. Before I do, folks, quick programming note. Reminder, I've been talking about this throughout the week. Tuesday, September 5th, that's the day after Labor Day here in the United States, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesday the 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, on TBN, my brand new one-hour special, The Rise of Artificial Intelligence. Folks, everyone is talking about AI right now. It is one of the issues of our times. So how does it impact you, your family, your faith, and your future? Here's a sneak peek at our special. Take a look. It's been hailed as a technological revolution that could change the course of humanity forever. Artificial intelligence, or AI, is taking the world by storm. So what are the benefits and potential dangers of AI? And what does it mean for believers and the church? I'm Eric Stackelbeck, and I'll be joined by a panel of experts to break down the rise of AI and what it could mean for you, your faith, and your future. It's coming up right here only on TBN and the TBN app. Absolutely one of the most important programs I have ever produced, folks. Again, Tuesday, September 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TBN, the rise of artificial intelligence. Do not miss it. And hey, 
If you are here, maybe you've never been here before, maybe you are a regular viewer of the Watchman News channel, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted with so much happening in the world's most volatile and chaotic region, the Middle East and beyond, China, Russia, and we're also talking Great Reset AI, things happening here in the United States and more, be sure to subscribe. So again, you never miss a single video here on the channel. Okay, let's dig into this terror summit today in Beirut. Iran's foreign minister, Hossein Amir Abdullahian, that is a mouthful. He was in Syria this week meeting with Bashar al-Assad and leading officials from the Assad regime. Again, as I mentioned, he's in Lebanon today in Beirut where he met number one with his most trusted proxy, Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah, the leader of Hezbollah. Now, not too many details came out of this meeting, but what we do know, based on what sources in the region are saying, is that Nasrallah said, or he warned, I should say, Israel, of any, quote, miscalculations, I presume, along the Israel-Lebanon border. And he and Abdullahian also boasted together that anti-Israel terror groups and Iranian proxies in Lebanon have never been stronger than they are right now. And folks, it's hard to argue with that. I don't think it's going to end well for them, needless to say, but it is hard to argue with that in that, look, Hezbollah, as we've discussed many times here in the newscast, some 150,000 rockets and missiles pointed at every inch of Israel, tens of thousands of well-trained foot soldiers, Iranian government sponsorship and backing, a stronghold in southern Lebanon and also in the suburbs around Beirut. So needless to say, Hezbollah is feeling emboldened right now. And the main reason, perhaps, that Iran and its proxies like Hezbollah are, are smelling vulnerabil vulnerability here in Israel is the continued internal discord inside of Israel, these anti-government demonstrations. Iran, Hezbollah, and other Iranian proxies have commented on those protests within Israel. They see it as a sign of weakness, and they are looking to potentially capitalize on it. That's why I do not believe that the timing of Iran's foreign minister, one of its very top officials, visiting Lebanon at Israel's doorstep is any coincidence. Now, as I come to you around 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, September 1st, Abdullahian was only in Beirut. I'm not sure if before he heads back to Tehran, he'll make a pit stop at the Israel-Lebanon border. He did exactly that back in April 2023. And look, that border right now, as we have reported here in the newscast, folks, is an absolute tinderbox with repeated Hezbollah provocations there, seemingly trying to draw Israel into a conflict. And certainly the presence of Iran's foreign minister doesn't help matters. Now, as he was in Beirut, he also met with the leadership of Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, his other two chief proxies, or Iran's other two chief proxies, and he pledged his support once again for the Palestinian cause and the Palestinian Jihad against Israel. Folks, it's never a good thing, in particular for the state of Israel, when top officials from the Iranian regime, Hezbollah, Hamas, and Islamic Jihad are in the same city at the same time and probably today all in the same building at the same time meeting. That's not a good thing, in particular because Lebanon is at Israel's doorstep, obviously, to the north. And also because, look, again, that Israel-Lebanon border is a conflict waiting to happen. Folks, it's not a question of if, 
but when hostilities erupt there. Here in the newscast, we have called it the Great Northern War, where, look, Israel will be forced to face off against the likes of Hezbollah and Iran in Lebanon and in Syria. Israeli officials say, look, it's not a question of if, but when. The current situation is unsustainable. You cannot have a terrorist entity supported by your greatest enemy, the Iranian regime, perched on your northern border, armed to the teeth with deadly intent. For Israel, it's a red line and an absolute non-starter. They've lived under this now for, for two decades and more, the Hezbollah threat, uh, since 2006, going on two decades, I should say, after which Hezbollah has really ramped up their arms. Hezbollah has been around for about 40 years, but in the past 17 years, folks, in particular, since that last Israel-Hezbollah war, Hezbollah has completely expanded its arsenal, and Israel, for Israel, that is an unsustainable situation. So we know that conflict is coming. In the meantime, Iran, look, the head of the snake resides in Tehran, right? Stirring the pot in Lebanon. Uh, again, the head of the snake to all of this regional terror resides in the form of the Iranian regime in Tehran. Speaking of what's happening in the region before we go, and by the way, absolutely, I believe, prophetic implications to this great northern war for sure. I believe it could very well be a precursor to the war of Gog and Magog that Ezekiel lays out in the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, a quote, latter days war. And one of the players that many believe will be involved in this latter days invasion force, which comes against Israel, is Libya. Uh, in the Bible, it's called Put, P-U-T. But interesting developments on that front this week, folks. Before we go, we had we reported earlier uh, in the week about Libya's foreign minister meeting with Israeli foreign minister Eli Cohen in Italy. Look, no diplomatic relations between the two nations, but Cohen's office released a statement saying, hey, this was an historic first step towards perhaps establishing diplomatic relations between Libya and Israel, you know, possibly bringing Libya into the Abraham Accords. Well, that meeting with the Libyan foreign minister was greeted with fury back home at Libya. She was forced to flee the country and later was fired. And now Libya's prime minister today said that we will never normalize relations with Israel and we support the Palestinian cause. Long live the Palestinians, he said, and we support them wholeheartedly. Never relations with Israel. So I ask you what you think. Any prophetic implications there, folks? Do you think? Is this just a complete turn uh, by Libya against Israel. Uh, it, Libya, essentially, look, it's been a, a mess since 2011 in particular, the fall of Gaddafi, and the country's essentially split into two halves, east and west. What does it mean prophetically? What do you think? Is there an Ezekiel factor in these events this week regarding Libya and Israel? Would love to get your thoughts. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.